0: Yay, good morning coaches. This is the National Wake Up Call. I'm Sandy Buadonna. Today is Monday, December 21st. I know I don't have to tell you the date, you know it already. It is the second to the last call of the year. It is another big day at Beachbody. Once again, we always have big days here. Nine-Week Control Freak is now available for customer purchases, but You already know that because most of you are hours ahead of Pacific Time where I am. So congratulations for another big day, another big week. It is just in time for Christmas. You see how that all worked out? Uh, Anyway, if you are just joining us or you joined uh, Beachbody this year and you're a new coach, you could not have joined at a better time. This is a time where people need you more than ever to help them uh, physically, to help them financially, to help them mentally. There is nothing like the power of a group of people who are all going for the same goals to uh, carry you through any storm. So I hope that Nine Week Control Freak is uh, the program for you to get those challenge groups going and to weather any storms that come up again this year, but 2020 is so close, almost out of here. Um, Anyway, I want to um, let you know that we are all here to support you, to help you through your coaching. This is where you get all the information uh, at the national, at the National wake-up call. All right, I want to move it forward, and I want to bring Keisha onto the call, who is going to let us know what's going on at Beachbody. Go, go ahead, Kevin.
1: Hi, Sandy. From the time that we chatted, it went from this to that. I have to now move. Ooh, uh, you've that's got some okay. sunshine. That's a good thing here in Utah, coaches. Here we are. It is a brand new week, and man, am I excited! As Sandy has said, guys, today is the day that customers, your customers now have access to nine-week Control Freak. Now, if you're saying to yourself, well, Kevin, I don't have any customers. How do I get customers? Look, all you need to do is set a, go to bot groups, set a date on when your bot group is going to start and then start inviting to it. People love the FOMO fear. They They love having something, having a hard date, Uh, and most people that I know coaches are setting the date of January 4th for the day where they're going to launch and kind of kick off nine week control freak where everyone now has their tracker they have the equipment they have their programs they're ready to start and it is a brand new year so if you have yet to start a date get into body groups figure it out set a date whatever date you want most people go January 4th and make this happen we're very excited because right now guys as you know With nine week control freak launch, all challenge and completion packs are $20 off. That's 24 in Canada, 20 in the UK, and 20 euro off Uh, any challenge and completion packs. Very excited about this. And, guys, as we have said all month long, we are now giving 400 first time sellers the opportunity to be invited to Autumn's exclusive. Bod group, where she is the sponsoring coach, where she is gonna kick you into gear. How this works is each week we choose a hundred coaches who earn their first success club points by selling nine-week control-free challenge or completion packs. and they will be selected, and their sponsoring coach will also be in that group. All you do have to do, guys, to be eligible is obviously sell that challenge pack, and you do have yourself. Have to have purchased nine week control freak. This group also kicks off on January fourth. So if you are in that um, group, guys, make this. We have four hundred people are joining us. Um, And if you are a sponsoring coach, make sure that you help your customers and coach. Excuse me, your coaches with that first time success club point. Okay, moving on topics just a little bit is as you guys know we continue to add. Um, ultimate portion fix and to be mindset to the current challenge and completion packs. And that is brand new today for Lift Four, my favorite program. I absolutely love Lift Four, Lift Four and Shift Shop. So anytime now that you sell a Lift Four or Shift Shop challenge or completion pack, it will now include. Ultimate Portion Fix, and To Be Mindset Nutrition Programs. And guys, the first 30 days of the Nutrition Plus membership. I say it every time, and I'll say it again. This is a $200 value that comes free to everyone that purchases this. And it is, as you know... nutrition is extremely important in fact probably more important than than the actual program itself but together guys it forms the perfect union of how you and your customers can get results so guys very excited about those two additions the last announcement i have for today is that the first virtual super weekend of the year will kick off on january 9th there's lots going on behind the scenes we're very excited about this this will happen, once again, Saturday, January 9th at 9 a.m. Pacific time. That's 12 Eastern, 5 p.m. UK, and 6 p.m. CET, whatever that means. If that's you, 6 p.m. is what that is. We're going to have Carl, Michael, and tons of announcements on and a special Team Cup training. Guys, tune in on that. Make Block out your calendars. Don't sleep in January 9th. Sandy, that's what we got going on in the network as we wrap up the final year of 2020.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very exciting day. If you're just joining us now today is the customer launch for nine week control freak. If you missed any of the announcements that Kevin just rattled off, you can always go to your coach office for monthly promotions and the beach body champions page. So right. everybody should be a member of that because everyone's a champion. All right. <laughs> that was good here we go uh we've got darren ashby with some recognition for today darren ashby come on in we're almost at the end of the year
2: unbelievable it's incredible (laughs) i cannot believe
0: that was the longest like 10 years of my life was
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure
0: (laughs) yeah all right take it away
2: all right thanks sandy and good morning coaches Well, let's jump right in because we have got an amazing treat for you today on the call. So let's start with our newest. Wait, where are they? (laughs) Let's start with our newest Diamond Coaches. Here they are, I think. All right, here we go. (laughs) Starting with our newest Diamond Coaches. Did I say that? Here we go. Stephanie Beck, Carrie Casserly, Ashley Dudley, Melanie Fogwell, Brad Carhoff, Kelly Calise, Emily Lejeune, Stephanie Martin, Mallie uh, Melikar, Destiny Melendez, Cynthia, Cynthia Ramirez, Carly Rees, Laura Schrader, Sarah Smith, Alex Solaris, Tyler Stallman, Carolina Terrazas, Stephanie Violet Frawley, <clears throat> excuse me, Lynn Wallace, and Lizzie zayas Hines. Those were our new diamond coaches. This week, jumping to our star diamonds, here they are. Congratulations to Hilary Charpentier, Katie Ingalls, Kenzie Lopez-Pimental, Melissa Pipitone, Courtney Swissman, Kia Wagner, and Meredith Zering. All right, our newest two-star diamond coaches, Annalisha Bayon, Melina K. Cherry, Lindsay Hill, Maria Jacqueline uh, Maria Jacqueline Ken. Those are our two-star diamond coaches this week. I think we have four. (laughs) I was going to say three. We have four new five-star diamond coaches this week. Congratulations to Ashley Deshazor, Jennifer Hines, Danielle Porter, and Diana Vargas. Way to go, guys. All right. Jumping to, no, we have a six-star, I think. Yes, we do. That would be congratulations to Morgan Elliott, everybody. Congratulate her for hitting six-star diamond. Coach, incredible. And we have a new eight star diamond coach sarah mckee congratulations sarah rocking it moving on up there i don't think we're done i think we have one more and that would be none other than trina gray in an additional coach business center which means trina is currently in qualification for superstar diamond two people superstar diamond two that's pretty impressive so congratulations to trina gray newest 11-star diamond coach in her additional CBC. And that is it for recognition this week. Congratulations to everyone on the call today, moving your businesses forward and rocking it in a big way at the end of the year. That's pretty cool. Thank you,
0: Darren. And a lot of those people (laughs) whose names that you read off in the star diamond category, they were where new coaches are right now. So it's like they've been working at it consistently and then they hear and see their name in lights yeah. <laughs> with you and your beautiful voice announcing <laughs>
2: Thank you their
0: success. Thank you. Very- Sandy, have a great week. Thank you. You too. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Thank you. All right, everybody, it is time for our speaker today. Before she comes on, let me just say a few things about her. Um, She started coaching about four years ago, but her story is very similar to many new coaches who doubt their effectiveness in this business. When your actions are not aligned with your results, that's when you question your choices. Um, This is called something that I read in a book called Consonance, one of my favorite books, Limitless, by Laura Gassner Otting. Consonance is when the work that you're doing does not align with your results or your values. I want you to listen to this call today. I want you to tag your coaches because this is a coach. I said she started four years ago. She's a two-time elite coach. She's currently a 10-star diamond. Let's welcome from North Liberty, Iowa, Brooke Anderson. Hey there. Hi. Hi. It's good to see you. (laughs) All right. I'm going to step out of the way because you've got a story to tell. Four years ago, you came to Beachbody. Why don't you let the audience know a little bit about who you are? Awesome. Well,
3: first off, I just have to say um, what an honor it is to speak on this call. Over the last four years, I have built my business on the tips and advice and stories that coaches have shared every single week. So just thank you for this call. Um, it's truly an honor to be here and I'm also really kind of emotional to be here today. So my name is Brooke Anderson. I live in the heart of the Midwest or in the United States actually. We're in Iowa and I'm married to my high school sweetheart. His name is Josh and we've been together for nine years and we have three beautiful children all under the age of five who are all 18 months apart um, which is crazy town and we love it. Um, but my journey with coaching starts five years ago. I I was an elementary teacher and i loved being an elementary teacher i taught first grade i was fifth grade sixth grade and i just i loved helping children and working with them and right around that time i became pregnant with my first and all of a sudden i could feel that shift deep down inside saying oh man (laughs) i'm going to want to be home with this baby Um, my health at the time was a mess i really for the past decade of my life through all of college and early years of marriage, three to four years of marriage before kids, I was on what I call the yo-yo dieting roller coaster where every three or four months I would be on top of my game, which is usually something pretty extreme with like running excessively, eating little to no carbs, trying out the new thing, something, you know, stressful would happen in my life and I would just, you know, not work out, binge eat, um, gain 10 plus pounds. And as a five, two short girl, that 10, five, 10 pounds is very obvious. So really almost a decade of this, that just back and forth. And I knew that I'm entering into motherhood now. Life is not going to get any less stressful that I knew of. And I knew I needed to find something for me during my pregnancy. I started following this girl on social media and she Just brought such a joy and light to health and fitness that I never seen before. She was also pregnant and had two little girls, and I just watched her as she bounced all over her living room, working out, had the biggest smile on her face, shared the real stuff, shared the hard stuff, but always put a positive spin on things. And I was just like, "This is this is awesome." But then she started talking about this business that she was doing with this health and fitness thing and that she earned an income and you know was able to leave her um, fitness instructing job And in my mouth my jaw fell to the floor and I was like okay this is not real this is like I've never heard of this and I didn't believe it but I just kept watching her and I just kept watching To see, like, to see, is she going to mess up? Is she going to stop? Like, what's going to happen next? Never liked anything. And I watched her for a year at six weeks postpartum. We both had our babies kind of around the same time. And she had a plan. She knew exactly what she was going to do while I was, you know, just kind of drowning in, well, what am I going to do now? Start, like, you know, cutting all carbs. I'm breastfeeding. I'm hungry all the time and exhausted. I had nothing solid like I watched her have. So, Um, At that time, we decided that I wouldn't go back to teaching, but that I would sub and I would tutor at a studio at night. And I thought that would be awesome because it would still provide an income for a family and provide flexibility for myself if I did need to be home with my daughter some days. Well, that did not go well. I found myself constantly watching the clock whenever I was with students. And I right then and there after those kind of like first weeks and months, it's like, this is not how work should be. I never felt that way before. And I knew it's because my heart was not in teaching anymore. It was at home with my baby. And at night when I would go to tutor, there's something called the witching hour that we learned with babies. And she was never great at taking bottles to begin with, but at night she would just scream and not take anything from my husband. So my husband would have to drive her to the studio I was tutoring at. I would have you know texting me the whole time like she's screaming you have to come out you know we're first time parents so everything is just you know dramatic and i would have to between my breaks of kids or you know whenever i could i would dart outside to my screaming baby in the car and my husband who's stressed and as a mom there is no worse feeling than knowing that your child needs you and not being able to be there and i know like taking bottles now, we have three kids now, so like we know, we understand that's not a big deal, and more than they she learned how to take her bottles, but it was the feeling that I couldn't be there for my child when she needed me, and I knew as we had more kids, that feeling would only get worse. I wanted to come home, but I knew I needed the financial stability to be home, to continue the life we wanted. It was doable to go down to one income, but we would have to sacrifice our fun travels that we love. We were big Dave Ramsey people, so we would have to, you know, to purchase anything, we'd have to save forever, it felt like. We wouldn't be able to, you know, save for our kids' college and save for retirement like we wanted to all because of my decision to stay home, and I didn't want that looming over my head. So I told my husband, I said, hey, there's this girl I've been following, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to bring an income home while taking care of our babies. So
0: after lots of prayer, um, we jumped in. All right, well, there is a lot to unpack there. Let me just say that you, you I have three things here. First, you're a teacher. You know how much I love teachers and how I think that teachers make amazing coaches. And there's so many people on Facebook right now that's saying, I can't believe you're teaching. You have three kids under five years old. You're a 10 star diamond right now. So we're gonna figure out how you did all of that. Um, and then you're a short girl. And you and I didn't talk about this, but I'm shorter than you. So um, yeah, I know you guys think I'm like bigger than life, but nope, Uh, short girl syndrome, which is um, not a syndrome at all. Okay. The reason why I'm so excited for you to be on this call is because you came to Beachbody with some expectations to earn money. You had a lot to do, a lot to take care of with the three kids. So can you talk about your first year as a coach? Was it what you expected? Not at all. I,
3: I came in to build a business, to earn an income. I knew that would take work. I wasn't blind to that side of things and I knew it wouldn't happen overnight. Um, but that first year was tough. I, I was all in but I really picked and chose the activities that I did. I was stubborn. And I, I looked at everything and on that activity tracker, and I said, well, I know what I need to do. And coaching was always kind of this kind of secret thing I did online, which I, I hate saying, but I know I was never proud to be a coach. I didn't go to all my friends and family and talk about it and own it and it showed. But I did do some things consistently that first year. I started posting on social media. I would post every day. I learned my coach. Megan Ewaldson told me that, Hey, like social media is your storefront. You have to share and let people know you're open. I got over that fear pretty quickly and I could put up a picture and put up a post hit, you know, submit. And like that that would get my business rolling. Um, I also was running groups every few months, um, you know, they would great. And then if they would die out. I would just stop because clearly that group didn't work. I was doing something wrong. Then in a couple more months, I would try again. But stop that got too hard. It didn't work. I was also being a product of that product the first year. By that time I had my second. um, So I had an 18 month old and a newborn and I was in the best shape of my life, I had finally learned to take care of myself. And um, I was feeling amazing. And I had amazing postpartum transformation. And I was sharing that every day, I was sharing my pictures, I was sharing my work. I was sharing my health. But I wasn't doing some other crucial parts to this business that really linked the gap to being a product of the product and sharing on social media and running groups, kind of not really consistently. So when 2018 rolled around, that was kind of the end of my first full year of coaching. I looked where I was, like we all do, kind of at this year and reflect back, and it was a hard pill to swallow. I was at the end of my first year of coaching, and I I was sitting there as an emerald coach with three to four inactive discount coaches, no one had any interest in working the business. And I, um, so of course there was no stable income coming in. And it I was kind of embarrassed by it. Um, my husband wasn't taking this seriously because of course there's no income, but I wasn't taking it seriously. My family wasn't taking it seriously. My friends weren't taking it seriously because I didn't own who I was as a coach. Um, so I knew I needed to make some changes and some tweaks. I was that coach who was one foot in, and one foot out, which is an exhausting place to be. Just like my health journey when I was one foot in and one foot out, it was like that roller coaster. Because when you're one foot in, you have these expectations of a coach and hitting success club and moving up in rank and earning an income. But when you're one foot out, you are also not doing the activities enough to meet any of those expectations. Or maybe sometimes you do which just kind of makes you feel like a failure, even though you're not, but you're not hitting those expectations. So I knew I really need to go two feet in, two feet out. I did not want to leave coaching. I loved it. I decided just to jump two feet in. I decided I was going to, I didn't have to change everything what I was doing, but I knew I needed to make some tweaks and some changes moving forward.
0: I think that what you said about being all in is so true. People say they're all in, but they're not really all in. They might be doing some things all in, but the other things not. It's the same thing with a fitness program. You could be all in with a fitness program, but you're not doing the nutrition. So you're not really all in and it is exhausting. Because you're 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 trying so hard, um, and nothing is moving forward. Okay, you said that you made sort of a mental switch in your mind. What did you start doing differently?
3: So I just asked myself some questions to start the year. I asked myself, why did I get into this? How did I get into this? What attracted me to coaching? and am I showing any of that? So why I got in was to build a business, earn an income, how did I get in? I actually, you know, after watching my coach Megan for a year, I got into this through a coach sneak peek. It was when she plugged me into it and I got to see her go live and I got to hear her heart and the passion that she had for this business. And I was like, yes, I can do that. This works for her. This is real. (laughs) And I knew like I could do it after a coach sneak peek. What attracted me to this was her consistency and the light she shown and her talking about the business side. Am I showing any of that? Not at all. I had never once hosted a coach sneak peek. Maybe one time I had posted anything about coaching. It was strictly all about, you know, my kids and my fitness. Um, so I was like, well, wow, a light bulb moment came up. I'm like, Brooke, no wonder, like the ball isn't getting moved forward. So I really did four things. Um, to start off 2018 the first thing i did was i committed to running monthly coach sneak peeks and that terrified me because one i didn't know how to explain doing this to anybody but that was a huge wake-up call i couldn't even be comfortable explaining what a coach is what a coach does new splash what a coach does i wasn't even doing half activities that just really showed me that like i had a lot of room to grow and make changes Um, but I also committed, you know, every single month because I knew I if I just committed to if I was like, I'm just gonna try it out this month, if it doesn't work, it's not for me. Like that's the mentality like I couldn't take. I knew that I every single month I had to show the team that I wanted that I was there, that I was gonna share my heart. And when they were ready, I was gonna be the one that I could could show them this could work for them. So committed to monthly coach sneak peeks. Two, I looked at that success club. Um, activity tracker. And where was I missing? Where were the holes? And honestly, I didn't need to look at it because I knew I was not inviting and connecting at all. Like barely, you know, I only invited or connected anyone who commented or liked my posts. I thought that was so icky, just felt uncomfortable, but I knew it was the gap between like me sharing and sharing my story to actually getting the ball rolling. I wasn't having those personal conversations and building relationships. I just kind of thought social media would take care of that. So I, now in 2018 is when I had my third child. So now I'm sitting here with like a two and a half year old, an 18 month old and a newborn. And I've committed to this business and sitting down to work, looking at where it says, invite three to five people was super overwhelming for me. Um, I knew I just had to figure out a way that I would just do it and move on because I just didn't have a lot of time. I was in the crazy trenches of motherhood. So on Sunday nights, I would sit down and I would make, you know, if I'm working this business about five days a week, that's over the entire course of a week, that's about 30 people I should be inviting and 30 people I should be connecting with. So I would write out a list of 25 to 30 people to invite that week and 25, to 30 people to connect with. And when I would sit down on Monday, that's where I would go. I wouldn't go write a post. I wouldn't go dive into my challenge group or talk to my coaches because those are places that were really comfortable. I went to the places that were really uncomfortable and learned how to get really good at those things. Um, and then uh, after that, I also started implementing personal development, <laughs> another thing that I rubbed my eyes at and just kind of looked at like, well, I don't need that. Um, I started implementing personal development and got really, really grounded on where my worth was found. My personal worth is found in Jesus Christ and my relationship with him. So I knew that if that was always the center and if I could keep moving forward with knowing my heart is in the right place that my intentions are pure and they're good, I could send any invite. I could post anything, you know, that's real, that's me, that's sharing my truth and not feel icky and not feel salesy. But that takes personal development, you know, it takes, um, you know, re- diving into for me, it was devotions, but also um, books on leadership, and you know, getting over fears and building my confidence up. You know, personal development I think is so often overlooked because it's not an income-producing activity. It's an activity that gets you in the right mindset to produce income. And then the fourth thing I did is I got super serious and I made it my mission to build the best community that. Beachbody had ever seen. I knew I was all in with this. So I knew that I wanted to have the best team to work with. And I knew that would require servant leadership. So I just, I took that mindset off that I am just going to help everyone without expecting nothing in return and give to them and hope that they're going to meet me halfway or some way or heck all the way and go from there.
0: Okay. That was impressive. And what I took away from the first thing that you said was about sneak peeks was that you didn't know how to even talk about coaching. So why would you even do sneak peeks? But that was a wake up call for you because if you don't know about it, then you should figure that one out. So that was a really key piece for you. Um, Plus using the Success Club Activity Tracker. Again, it's saying you're all in, checking off boxes, but... What is not clicking for you? So I think that new coaches may overcomplicate things sometimes and they just think there's too much to do when actually there's few things to do, just do them thoroughly. Okay, excellent, excellent um, description there. So social media, you and I talked a little bit about what changed in the course of four years of being a coach. How has your presence in social media changed? Drastically, you know,
3: who you are and your intentions, um, your language just starts to shift and what you share starts to shift. I've had this huge limiting belief around social media that because I have such a small following um, and still do to this day that I'm just not going to, things are just going to come harder. me. I'm not going to be able to hit success club numbers like I see other coaches do. I'm not going to be able to recruit to my team like I see the successful coaches do. It's just going to be harder for me because my following is small. And here's the mindset shift that I took with that. God has an audience for me. They're right in front of me. And I have an opportunity every day to shine my light into them. And Yes, I'm not saying that like I should just if he wanted me to have 10,000 more followers or 20,000 more followers. Okay. Also, it's an area where I need to grow. I I'm not saying that God puts everyone in my path that I want, but I also need to make sure I'm doing the activities to grow my following. Um and it's an area I do need to grow, but I've always had that limiting belief. So that made the mindset shift of You know, I just want to impact my audience, no matter what, that if I, someone follows me and comes across my post or my story for a day, a week, a month, did they leave a better person because they interacted with me? Did they smile when they saw a post that I did or something that I shared? Are they, you know, maybe using a trick in the kitchen or tip with their kids um, because of something I shared that I just left them better and taking on that mindset shift with also now connecting and inviting totally got the ball rolling with things. Um, And then also, since I was consistently hosting coach sneak peeks, I knew I had to talk about coaching, you know, more than just like right before my coach sneak peek, like, hey, I'm a coach, come to my coach sneak peek. No, I had to sprinkle in coaching all month long. And I wanted my followers, my customers and my current coaches to see three things. I wanted them to see a coach that was one, working. I wanted them to see how I worked this. Like, when did I work this? Early in the morning, during nap time, right after the kids go to bed. And I wanted them to see a coach that was really proud to do what I do. To show up every day and change lives because I wanted them to be really proud of what they did.
0: Awesome. So, how critical was it your first year as a coach to build a foundation for where you are now? <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's a great question. That um, it's so easy and for so long I did look back on that first year as a waste. As man, like what if I would have just started hosting Keel Coach Sneak Peeks and consistently running groups and sharing, you know, that would have been like, I don't know, but at the same time, coaching taught like that first year was critical because it taught me some huge lessons. It taught me grit and endurance that like to just show up and still be there despite all of the no's and not seeing the success I wanted. A year later, I was still there and I was still trying and that says so much. Um, it taught me finally how to take care of myself. Like I shared, I had just spent the last 10 years of my life, like on this yo-yo train. And now here I was with three children and I was in the best shape of my life. And I had so much energy and so much confidence. So like that was a huge win in itself. And the, the third thing, it planted those, those seeds with so many people that were watching that were watching what I was doing. I wasn't all the way in with the activities, um, but I was trying my best and I was moving forward. And, you know, I was there and that's, I was there at the end of the year. And I think that's what matters the most.
0: So I'm going to ask you this last question about um, time as a coach, um, because your first year, um, you weren't, Exactly making the money that you thought that you would be making, um, but you said that it wasn't a way. So would you say that your business took off over time or did your business take off over the activities that you started doing?
3: I love that question. I would say both. Both because... I mean, I needed time to grow into the person and the leader that I was gonna be for this business. I needed time to get grounded in my worth and in my why, Um, but also if I wouldn't have started implementing those right activities, I would have only made it so far. Yes, by posting on social media and kind of running groups and being a product of the product, I probably would have hit diamond eventually. I might've hit one star diamond eventually, but as a leader, You always need to be tweaking and looking at what activities do you need to add in or what things do you need to tweak to make better or change or anything like that. And I also think when you do start adding in new activities, um, you have to give them time to work. You know, even when I made all those mindset shifts at the beginning of 2018, when I was an Emerald coach, it still took us six months to get to be a diamond team. And then from there, it took us another six months to be a one-star. But once I had the girls to do this with, once I had my belief in place and the right activities going, that's when in 2019, in a year, we went from diamond to five-star elite. And that's when this year we went from five-star to 10-star. So it's hands down for myself a mixture of both.
0: I just love um, that you're able to talk about this now four years later, because uh, I said it earlier, there's, there's times when people wanna quit when they really can just stick around, change their activities and uh, shift the mindset. So you've had, uh, You have a really great story, and I'm I'm excited for everybody that's watching right now. Why don't you tell me a little bit about how it's been for you these last four years? How fulfilling has the role of coach been for you? Oh man, yes. Um, Well, I got
3: into this four years ago to to replace my teaching income, and two and a half years into coaching. I was able to do that, you know, insert beach body disclaimer, coaches' earnings are dependent on their del- diligence, efforts, and skills. Um, but also my days with my children, Sandy, even though they're not that different than four years ago, they feel completely different because I don't have that ticking clock over my head of, well, are you going to have to go to, back to work again? Or are you going to have to go do this again? Or are you going to have to leave them and, you know, go raise up? A- children while you raise while someone else raises your children I don't have that fear anymore which just makes you live your day so differently and it it makes me appreciate my days with my children so much more and now we're currently you know looking for our forever home um you know if that's for myself all Joanna gained in all in the inside but also for my husband land to raise our children on and for him to hunt which like we're looking at things that just blow my mind and our uh, budget keeps having to raise because not because of coaching but our budget keeps raising and because of coaching like we're able to keep raising which just like it just means everything to me but i think the biggest thing is that i got into this yes to earn an income and yes to be with my babies and i it's so amazing but it's the t- that is the something I didn't I laughed at the community part. I laughed at the tribe. And now I could not imagine my life without them. Um 2020 was hard for all of us. And I remember, you know, of course there's some good things that happened, but I remember, you know, when the pandemic was happening and I looked at one of my coaches, my friend Dane, and I said, Dane, oh my goodness, like, are we gonna fall apart this year? Like, what's gonna happen? And she's like, No, we're not, Brooke. We're gonna be stronger than ever because of this year. She's yourself Personal life i've had a really hard year and um after losing two babies you know from my faith and my family and this team just surrounding me like they have and just getting the chance like to keep leaning into really meaningful work has been huge um you know with just the second loss I would, we were in the middle of 10 star qualifications and my team totally carried us through. Um, I heard, I'll end with this and I'll try and stop crying. But Kate Schultes spoke on a team call that I was on at the beginning of 2020. And she said something that just, I won't forget. She said, build a shelter. I'll probably butcher it. Build shelter when the sun is shining. And I was like, yeah, I get that. Like, I've raised three kids while working this business and how it always had to put rainbow and sunshines. But now I really get it because there's going to be times and moments in life when you just can't. And my shelter has been my team this year. They've carried me through some really dark and hard times. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that I get to show up. I get to lay play with my babies all day long. I lay their heads down on their pillow during that time. And then I get to dive into the best work with some of the best ladies and that's all I could ever ask for.
0: All right, you had me sad and crying over here too and writing new affirmations. Let me just say that you represent the every coach, okay? You represent somebody who is, who was working as a teacher who, uh, you know, not getting paid a lot, growing a family, believing in Jesus. I mean, you, you really represent what everybody is going through, but when pushed in the corner, wants to make something great of your life and is willing to do the work, the internal work, the reading, the learning, the educating to make that happen. And I just so respect you and and I love all of your accomplishments. and I want to just say congratulations on your success because ten star coach, ten star diamond coach with what you've gone through is huge. So congratulations. thank you so much, Brooke, for sharing your story. And I took the affirmation. I had, I had an affirmation, first of all, about um, planting seeds, because I love that, um, that symbolism that your first year as a coach, you're learning about yourself. Okay. So many of you think that, um, why aren't I making any money today? You know, I just started yesterday. It's because it takes time to learn the business, to learn about building relationships, to learn about yourself. But Building shelter oh, when the sun is still shining makes a lot of sense to me because that is the work that you're doing. You're planting, you're rooting, you're creating that foundation so that years from now, you can look back, you will have a similar story where you put in the work, you put in the grit, you built those relationships, and you experienced what it's like to help people who need your help. So, With that, I want to say have a very, very wonderful holiday this week with your families, and um, I will see you here next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.